0: Addiction, it claws its way into your life, stealing your hope and leaving you feeling utterly lost. You try to fight it, but its grip is tight, its strength overwhelming. You may feel defeated, but there's still a light burning. It's the light of hope, of recovery, and it shines for those who have faced the monster of addiction and emerged victorious, transformed by the power of faith. Welcome to Restored by Faith, the addiction recovery podcast, where we ignite the flame of hope by sharing triumphant stories of individuals who have shattered the chains of addiction and found true freedom in Christ. These are not just tales of overcoming a struggle. They are war cries, testimonies of resilience and transformations fueled by unwavering faith. Let's dive in.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Restored by Faith podcast. Today, I'm your host. My name is Chris Busher. and I'm sitting here with one of our newer students. He's been here for a while now. Uh, he's doing absolutely wonderful. His name is Ray. I'm going to go ahead and introduce him and let him share a little bit of his testimony for everybody. So, Ray, uh, welcome to the show. Thank, Thank you so you much for being part me. of this, man. Um, go ahead and just share, share with us your testimony, You know uh, who you were, what happened. You know, Spend a few minutes just kind of camping out on that and letting the audience know who you are.
2: Yes, sir. Um, I'm from Ville Platte, Louisiana. I grew up there. Uh, I traveled down here to Texas during the summer. So, I mean, I'm familiar with Texas a little bit, but I made my permanent stake here about three years ago. Um, just, it's pretty good down here, but cut it short. Let me start off about give you an insight on my childhood. Um, I grew up with a single mother household. She did everything that she could to take care of me, but she wasn't really there. Um, I grew up by myself. I did mostly everything a guy could do, what he should have known. Um, I ran the streets basically. Um, I sold drugs. I lied. I cheated. I stole. I did everything I could to take care of myself. Um, I um from the age of from about sixteen to eighteen. Um, I was in and out of jail. I mean, I went there for fighting. I went there for selling drugs, bringing weapons to school. I mean, I did everything that I shouldn't have. I mean, if I had a stable father figure in my life, I mean, I would have probably been a better person. Someone to teach me the word of God, I would have been a better person. I mean, I wouldn't have been the sinner that I was, um... I came back down here during the summer, I left to spend time with my grandmother to get away from that lifestyle and it followed me down here. I mean I continued to still sell drugs, still fight, still obey the people that tried to push me in the right directions. I was just a rebellious child, basically say I was a rebellious child. Um then I went back to went back with my mother, she still didn't really cared about me. She really told me basically the reason why she had me was to save a marriage. And the marriage was even really worth saving. I mean, she was doing what she needed to do, and he was doing everything that she need. he was doing. I wasn't, I was like a lost little child stuck in a corner trying to fill voids, trying to feel wanted from the people that was around me, and I wasn't getting it. So I found the wanted, in the streets, I found it. Else, else places where, where I needed to be looking, I wasn't looking. I was looking down, and I was looking this way or that way. So where I should have been looking was up. And now that I came here to Teen Challenge and realized that the people here, like Pastor Daniels or the, some of the students, uh, my uh, advisor, like— um. Chris serious. He he, he he taught me a lot of things that I shouldn't look down, I should look forward, I should be more open-minded and not be the quiet person that I was when I first came here. I remember that. I remember that. <laughs> yeah, like the first time I came here, he said, I got a smile that can draw people in. You do. You have that contagious smile. It'll just open up the entire room. <laughs> and i love it here like i wish i wish more people knew about teen challenge it's it's a great and awesome place to come to if you feel like you're lost and you feel like you're not wanted or you feel like you're worth nothing it's a place to come here it's, it's people here that will treat you like family it, it's a, it's a family it may be a christian it may be faith based but it's a family yeah. we have people here that will laugh with you. You got people here that will cry with you. You got people here that will actually love you like siblings or a father. It's, it's a warm and fuzzy place to be. I mean, when I got here, it was just, I didn't, I didn't care for myself. I didn't care about anybody. I didn't want to be here. I didn't, I could do bad by myself and I didn't want to come here at all. And then I came here, I opened up to everybody and I started to see what this place is truly is, and it, and it changed me. It changed me in a good way. It helped me to see my faith. It was there, but it was small, and it helped me build my faith now. Like, now you see me trying to lead the choir, trying to sing with everybody, cutting up with everybody, and now it's like I look at the old self, And now it's dead. It's not non-existent anymore. It's not who I want to be.
1: That old self's been crucified with Christ. Yes, sir. You know, when you were telling your testimony, one thing that really stuck out to me is you were talking about how you were looking in every direction that you shouldn't have been looking except looking up. And as soon as I heard that, man, it it brought me back to my old self, you know, all those years ago. And just the testimonies that I hear on a daily basis out of this place that people that could be out there completely lost in the world. And the one place that they should be looking, it's always the hardest to look, looking up and really, truly understanding that there is a creator God out there who has a plan for us and a desire to be in fellowship with us. Let me ask you, from the moment that you walked in here, I know that you mentioned that you felt like this place was a home, that this place was a family, that they loved you, they'd laugh with you, they'd cry with you. Um, What was one of the most difficult moments that you you've had going through this program so far, you know they don't call this place teen easy; they call it teen challenge. So, what was what was probably the most difficult moment or difficult aspect of the program for you to kind of you know keep moving forward?
2: Uh, the difficult aspect was is I couldn't I couldn't get into the faith. I couldn't see outside the what the outside world made it seem what it was. The outside world made it seem like hey. They pick on a certain amount of things that it should be only to benefit them. But then coming here it's it's not just to benefit certain people, it's to benefit you to get closer with God, to understand who He is and the things that He does, what He died for you and to understand like the miracles that He did, the Everything. Like he changed me to my core, not just me on the outside, just the way I move or the way I talk. He changed me to the core. He made me see things that I didn't want to believe or I didn't want to see. The world maybe didn't want to see. He made me actually look at and see my flaws and my mistakes.
1: Yeah. I love that. And change is never easy and never comfortable. Uh, It's one of the most difficult things that a man can ever do, but a man acknowledges those things when, when he's face-to-face with his own reflection. He has no choice but to acknowledge, hey, these are my imperfections. This is not what God has called me to do. God, I'm willing to do anything that I can to change and be conformed to the pattern that you have for me, not the pattern of this world anymore. So we talked about the most difficult part. Let's kind of bring it home with what was your favorite memory here so far? First of all, how long have you been here now, Ray?
2: Uh, I've been here over two
1: months. Been here over two months. So that means here in a few more months, we're going to interview you again so we can hear (laughs) some more. Uh, But so you've been here about two months now. And again, we've already talked about how this place is not the easiest place. You know, this is it's a Christian discipleship program and discipleship is never easy, never comfortable. Change is uncomfortable. So uh, but what was one of the happiest moments that you've had? What was something that was really impactful for you?
2: Uh, My most happiest moment here was when I turned over that new leaf, when I let go all the pain, all the hurt, all the miseries, and actually realized, hey, God is the one true father, the one true person that I needed in my life. That was the day that I finally said, hey, this is where I needed to be. This is the place that I should have came a long time ago.
1: Yeah man, that's that's pretty impactful right there. That'll that that preach in itself right there. That's a good message. Uh, now, you came here about two months ago, so that means you went through Thanksgiving and Christmas here. Yes, sir. I know holidays can be really difficult uh, for a lot of people that are inside of a program or inside of a jail or an institution or even just being on the outside all, to, all in general. Holidays can be a real difficult time for people. Uh, what did you do on your holidays here?
2: Uh, on my holidays, I spent it with people around here. I got to know a lot more people. I got more in tune with myself. I spent time with others. Like, on the outside, I would have just been by myself with either a bottle or with drugs. And here, I got to spend time with, my, actually, my brothers and yeah. my sisters. Yeah. I got to spend time with them. I got to understand who they are. I mean, it's it makes you feel like you're wanted. Yeah. And most all the kids out here or the most of the men out here don't feel it. They don't feel the warmth or the want inside them. And the time that I spent here and time through the holidays that I spent here, it, I felt warm. I felt wanted.
1: Yeah, that's a beautiful feeling. You know, a lot of us, before we come to a place like this or even before we come into faith with Jesus, it's not a common feeling to feel warmth or feel wanted or, you know, not being, you know, constantly wondering does this person want me near them does this person judge me that type of thing but you know here we're we're a family and that's that's the atmosphere that we've built here and I'm I'm just really glad to have you part of this ray
2: oh I'm glad to be here
1: you've you've been a you've been a great student so far I look forward to the next several months here with you and seeing the changes that God's going to be doing in you he's already done so much in the first 2 months that it's incredible that's why we wanted to bring you on on the podcast show here today and kind of just Give a testimony to the world about how great this God is. Let me ask you this, the last question here today. If you could give advice to anybody listening to the show right now, whether they're listening to it today or several years down the road, what's that one piece of advice that you can give them if maybe they're trapped in addiction or maybe they know someone trapped in addiction and they're they're in their corner doing battle for them, just praying and believing that God's going to deliver them uh, from all these demons in their life. What's that one piece of advice um, of advice or one encouraging word that you can give them here today.
2: If I could say one encouraging word, is don't stop praying, don't stop doing what you're doing, don't stop believing that they will change. That's what most people like me. If I had more people like the ones here at Teen Challenge believing me that I can do better, then keep doing that. Don't don't stop what you're doing. Don't just don't. And if you feel like you're at, at the end of your rope, like, you, you can't go on and you can't live without yourself. Keep going. Keep pushing. Just look up. Don't look down. Don't look at your feet. Don't try to hide yourself. Don't try to disappear. That's not good for you. Yeah. If you have to, there's people out there that will rather listen to what you have going on than them tell you what they have going on. They'd rather sit there and listen to you talk.
1: Amen. Ray, I really appreciate you joining us here today and encouraging all the people listening. Let me ask you, this is what we do every single time when we close one of these podcasts. We always ask for our guests to be able to pray us out, be able to pray a blessing over the show, pray a blessing over those that are listening to the show, and uh, also, of course, pray for this ministry that we can continue to be a light here in the darkness uh, here in beautiful Northeast Texas.
2: Yes, sir. Dear Heavenly Father, I... I... I can't, There's no words for what I can say that you have done for my past and the people that's out there. All I can say is, Lord, you know what's in our hearts. You know what we need. You know we need to put on our armor every day. And this is a constant battle. It's not a war. It's a battle. I mean, the war is at the end when we finally say, hey, we have changed. Now we need to live by it. That's the war. But, you know, our battles that we go through and, and it's hard. It's hard for us. And I just say, Lord, just cherish us, keep us and just keep us in your arm, in your arm, your warmth, and you're just in your body. And I just cherish you and I love you. Amen.
1: Amen. Thank you so much, Ray, for joining us. And thank you for every single person out there listening to this podcast episode. Um, we've never done this before, but I wanna ask you guys if you have been blessed by this ministry, uh, by this podcast episode, uh, go ahead and you know, find us on Facebook, find us on TikTok, Instagram, all the social platforms. Tell someone about this show, encourage someone's faith here today, and most of all, please pray for this ministry, pray for Adult and Teen Challenge of Texas and pray for the East Texas Men's Center and pray that God continues to open up the doors necessary that we can be a light here in this darkness. Have a great day, everybody. God bless you.
0: As we draw the curtains on another powerful episode of Restored by Faith, we want to thank you for joining us on this journey of resilience, redemption, and unwavering faith. If you or someone you know is battling addiction, we encourage you to reach out to the East Texas Men's Center, where the flame of hope is kindled and lives are transformed. You don't have to face this journey alone. The East Texas Men's Center is here to provide support, guidance, and a community that understands the challenges of addiction. Take that courageous step towards recovery and redemption. Call the East Texas Men's Center at 903-652-2352 or visit their website at easttexasmensrehab.org. Remember, the journey to restoration begins with a single step of faith. Thank you for being a part of the Restored by Faith community. Until next time, may the light of Christ guide you on your path to healing and freedom.